0: So, this is Adulting with Rebecca Adams. Hello, and welcome to series two of So This Is Adulting. I'm continuing my quest to become a fully rounded adult today with the help of celebrity stylist Miranda Holder, who'll talk to me about the importance of style. Before I chat to her, though, let me tell you a story. Some may say that I dress like a grandma. That is because I do, and I'm fucking proud of it. For those who know me well would know that I don't exactly show a lot of skin and that I also love floral dresses. This story, I feel, needs to be shared for many reasons. A, because it's embarrassing, and B, it is embarrassing. Why? Because society says so. I once had a friend visit me in Canberra, Australia. She somehow convinced me to go clubbing, which is a rare occurrence. Once we met at the club, she gave me this weird look and asked me if I was seriously going to wear that. I was wearing a long floral dress, not a fucking stray jacket. When I was getting dressed for the night, I didn't think there was a dress code to go clubbing, so I thought I'd put what I like to wear on. Anyway, we make our way in, and yes, majority of the girls were pretty much just wearing their underwear, but hey, whatever floats their boat. As soon as we got in, I instantly noticed that I was the odd one out, and I did feel that people were giving me strange looks throughout the night. At one stage, a man made his way towards me. We got talking, and of course, he pinpointed what I was wearing and was wondering why I was wearing it that as if I was the first girl in the world he'd ever seen wearing a floral dress but wait there's more he actually asked me if I'd come from a dress-up party dressing up as an old lady I didn't really know how to answer so for some reason I said yes yes I did just come from a dress-up party as an old lady with his response being that's great you definitely look the part I awkwardly laughed and walked away. By the end of the night, I found humour about what I looked like and tried to own it. Why shouldn't I be able to wear a long grandma-looking floral dress clubbing? Yes, I looked like a librarian and yes, I looked like a nun, but I was comfortable and that is what I like to wear. If there happens to be a club, though, for grandmas, then someone let me know. Thanks. So this is adulting. To help me understand how to navigate through the world of style, I'm joined by stylist Miranda Holder. Miranda Holder, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm
1: really well, thanks. It's great to be here.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen you for a bit. We've been friends for like for like about a year or something. So it's good to like, I haven't seen your face besides from all your amazing Instagram posts. So this is like a, like, a good thing. Oh. Like I'm, all, I'm just seeing you. Thank you. Thank you. I know it's been a while.
1: We've all been sort of locked up and doing our own thing, haven't we, from our little pandemic stations at home, yes. <laughs> doing our little home working. So uh, I know but yeah, I've been busy on social. So thanks for keeping an eye on that. And it's yeah. good to see you in person. Yeah. So how's the past
0: year been for you?
1: Oh, God, what a question. Um, <laughs> it's been up and down. You know, I think everyone's had Uh, you know a bit of a roller coaster the corona coaster haven't they Mm -hmm. Um, but on the whole I think that we've been very lucky in our household I'm grateful to live in the countryside um, with loads of animals to keep us company you know so we've just sort of embraced the good life and uh, in fact we've got chickens at the beginning of the lockdown Um, we've got dogs and cats anyway rescue dogs and cats yeah and um, we just thought right if there's going to be a shortage I know, I know. Did you remember that eggs were um, eggs were running short at the very beginning? Everyone was panicking, yeah. weren't they? They so, were. It was crazy. You know, so my husband said he said right come on let's uh let's get some rescue chickens because I, I love rescue animals because it's just uh just part of what i do so yeah. we've got four lovely ladies who, went, who were destined for dog food and they came and joined us instead and have been producing lots of eggs ever since so that was probably Ooh, the best that. thing we did because they're so entertaining i had no idea that
0: chickens were so much fun <laughs> yeah okay so now let's talk style um you can't really see me right now but i'm wearing like a really like a weird t-shirt so um you're probably really offended by what i'm wearing has like <laughs> what's her name sleeping no cinderella is that cinderella i don't even know no i'm um, the girl um the one that goes underneath the tree <laughs> i'm going crazy the alice the wonderland, wonderland. what did you say wonder woman <laughs> um yeah so you're probably really offended what's right it? now oh, i thought you said sleeping beauty <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Um, but how? Um, how would you define um, style? I guess.
1: Oh, style. Well, see, fashion and style are two different things, actually. Um, So it mustn't be confused with fashion. Fashion is definitely the trends, you know, what's hot right now, the new interpretations that make it down to the runway that then filter down to the high street. But style Mm. is something completely different. And I think style is often something that you are born with or without. Some people are definitely better at it than others. But style (laughs) is being able to think. (laughs) well I hope so being
0: a stylist I hope I would be good at it I Um, look exactly the same as since I was a kid um I'm wearing the same dresses if I show you some (laughs) photos it's really embarrassing people like Becky haven't changed you're still wearing the same floral dresses so I don't think I was born with style but (laughs) yes continue That's really
1: interesting, actually, that you say that because mine, and I wonder if other stylists are the same, my style has absolutely transformed, like just totally. I've had so many different phases and maybe that was part of my training, if you like, or the training I was giving myself was, was just exploring, you know, I did hippie for a while. As a teenager, I did goth and tie dye and then quite you know, I went quite vintage and thrifted secondhand and all sorts of things, you know, but then very glam and then very sort of 90s ripped jeans and things. So um, I guess I was just trying out all the looks and deciding which ones would work for me and in the future, which ones would work for my clients. But style is being able to pull an outfit together pretty much no matter what you have hanging in your wardrobe or have access to and looking good. Just tweaking those clothes, looking at proportions, silhouette, colour and having an eye to look put together and finished, not necessarily in a dressed up way. But just put together and having an outfit that's pleasing on the eye, even if you're in the scruffiest clothes, without really having to try too hard. It's I think it's an innate, innate thing. It can be taught to a degree. I do teach many of my clients uh, the principles, which obviously are really helpful. Um, But I think it's something you're born with.
0: So, for those people out there who are listening who generally have no idea how to style something like myself, when they look at their wardrobe, they might be like, oh, my God, what do I do? How do I make something look good? What advice could you give someone to pull a good outfit? You know how you are mentioning before, it's about putting things together without trying so hard. But for someone who doesn't really know how to style, how, what would you recommend them doing? Is there a starting point? Are there any colors or do you maybe – because I remember last time we were talking about a mood board maybe – But in terms of you're just going to go out to the shops or go to see a friend or go out to a pub or whatever, how would you recommend someone looking through their closet and uh, putting those pieces together who might not know what looks good? Because I I would not know. I would probably wear pink and red together. That's how terrible I am. And that obviously does not look good in my eyes. That's not. No, oh, not. oh, no. Just
1: just back up, back up right there. That's an incredible <laughs> outfit just waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh wow. well stylish awesome. than I
0: thought. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> pink and red colour clashing. Bring it on. It's one of my it's such a powerful look, such a dynamic look. So things like pink and red, pink and orange together, um, look incredible if done well. So no, you you've got it going on. I think wow. get a bit of confidence <laughs> okay. in what you're wearing. <laughs> but if so to people out there that um you said you know are, are struggling first of all massive hugs to you i hear you i see you because you know what i'm really rubbish at maths and i'm really bad at reading maps and directions and, and <laughs> loads of things so you can't have it all i think you're, you're given your gifts and you're really lucky to have those and you need to mm-hmm. really embrace them but we can't all be good at everything so that's why it's absolutely fine to ask for some help um obviously the first the best thing would be to see um a personal stylist or something and get someone in your home to help you but lots of people can't afford that and yeah. actually there's lots that you can do yourself um to to upscale your game you know and to fall in love with your wardrobe and I think that's the first thing I would say is what we're aiming for is to open up those cupboards or pull out those drawers and actually love what you see. You know, every item in there, I say to my clients when I am I do a lot of broadcasting and I'm a, a sort of fashion expert on TV. And one of the things I one of my mantras that I talk about a lot is. You need to make each item of clothing work hard to earn that place in your wardrobe. Space is at a premium. So if you can't, if you don't A, love that item and B, what you were able to wear that item several different ways, I tend to aim for five as a good number to start with, then should it really be there? possibly not because it's just going to draw your eye away from from what's there and distract you Um, so you can keep things if there are things that don't you don't fit or you don't like at the moment but they're sentimental that's fine hang on to them but clear them out of your working clothing space um, and make way for the items that you love so I'd say first of all look at what you've got do a bit of an inventory see that's my problem what you have at home
0: I'm a massive hoarder, so I have clothing that I've had for like years and I'm telling you, years, I can't, I'm always thinking of an excuse. I'm, I'm going to wear that, but I never do. I wear the same clothing like all the time whenever I go out because I'm all about dressing like comfortably. Yeah. I just really don't care because I remember last time you were looking at, you said that I'm a, like an oval shape or something and you're like, you, no, do you have to like, We'll talk about, um, um, like dressing up for your body a bit later, but I prefer to like wear something loose because I'm a bit self-conscious. So I'm a massive hoarder. So I wouldn't know what to get rid of. Would you recommend maybe bringing a friend with you so they can help you?
1: This is where you start. Be ruthless. You know that most of us only wear about five percent of our wardrobe (laughs) ninety five percent of the time. So this is depressing. We we need to address this and just and bring the pleasure back into dressing. You know, fashion should be fun. Clothes should make you feel good, not the opposite. You're looking into your wardrobe and going, "Oh no, I can't wear that." Oh, I don't know how to wear that. So you need to sort it out. Start at grassroots. Yes, bring a friend in if you want to. If not, be your own friend and try everything on put some time aside you know uh, make a make a a treat of it put some music on light a scented candle um, maybe grab a glass of wine or whatever depending on what time of day it is maybe not at 9 a.m in the morning but you you catch my drift and spend (laughs) some time time getting to know (laughs) 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 absolutely spend some time getting to know what you've got so try everything on assess it be ruthless What's it doing for you? Is it looking great? Is it flattering? Can you wear it in different ways? And try and work out different ways of wearing things that that fit and that you like. So a pair of jeans, you know, fairly obvious because you can tend to dress those up or down. But mm. dresses, there are ways of making those work harder for you. You can layer things underneath them. You can layer things over the top of them. You can wear them with different jackets. You can winterize them. You can summarize them. There's lots of different ways. And if you want some inspiration, you mentioned mood boards look things up, research. Magazines used to be the place when when I was a nipper. I used to get my Just 17 and all sorts of things, <laughs> Smash hits going back Whoa. in the day. <laughs> and I would cut out I know it's a long it's quite a long time ago um cut out all the outfits that I loved and I would make a mood board I would keep them actually it was a scrapbook and I'd stick things into my scrapbook so these days we have smartphones and yes we can still do magazines but we can get them online we can look at uh, websites such as Pinterest yes I love Pinterest wherever Pinterest is brilliant. Yeah. I, I think Instagram is also brilliant. I, I'm on uh, Instagram, by the way, just a shameless plug at Miranda Holder LDN. <laughs>
0: so go <laughs> and say hi. There's inspiration there too. <laughs> but I feel like Instagram and save on
1: your phone.
0: I feel like Instagram though could be a good thing but could be a bad thing if then you start young adults or even adults I know I do it all the time when you compare yourself to other people like I know me I would look at like someone let me say like from a reality show and like oh I like I, I would never really wear because I'm not really like that trendy I am more into vintage stuff but I would then compare my body to them so I think Instagram's perfect but you have to remember you dress for yourself don't dress for other people because I've learned the hard way I was once like I used to dress for other people but then I just was like I'm just going to be myself and that's when I felt more confident with the long floral dresses and things like that so Instagram is good but I don't want people to then go down that dark hole with comparing yourself because I do it all even a little bit now I compare myself and I have to stop myself I'm like you're not stop trying to Fit, like a size six unit. that's not normal come on like you're not the size yeah. six okay absolutely you
1: know um mental health is absolutely important and yes comparison comparison is the thief of joy right so yeah we've all been down that that trap myself included i have to spend a long long time on social media and it can be really really easy just to think oh no you know she's doing that better than me or whatever and we have to be strict with ourselves we have to be strong and we have to remember why we're doing those apps so i would say if you're following someone and and you're seeing their content and it's making you feel crappy or bad in any way um then don't follow them anymore mute them or don't look at their content be really really strict with what you filter in and what you are allow into your into your energy if you like into your psyche and in terms of body shape what's wonderful these days is the fashion industry is changing we're getting far more body positive there are way more plus size models and by plus size I mean normal but we're sadly still calling it plus size oh my gosh don't even get me
0: started Um, oh my god I know they're like plus size and she's a size 12 I know size 12 is a plus size oh my god Yeah. yeah anyway know
1: England are a little bit behind other countries with this but we are changing, things are getting better so let's embrace that and and encourage it but there are lots of body positive influences out there Um, there are plenty of super skinny ones as well but you you can pick and choose who you like and if you sort of search the right hashtags and things you can find people, so I would suggest to follow people if you're doing it for inspiration that have a similar colouring to you and that have a similar body shape to you wherever wherever possible Um, or you can either... Even look at celebrities there are there are celebrities of all shapes and all sizes out there find someone that's built like you you know whether they've got they're bigger they've got broad shoulders or broader Mm. hips or they're short or tall whatever see what works on them because they've usually got a stylist so most of the time not all the time they've they've got it got it right or some of the way right Um, and maybe take your inspiration from there but getting back to the original point about the mood board try everything on that you've got Take photographs, keep them on your phone to remind yourself of some outfit combinations that you're trying out. Um, and then also just log those inspirations. So when you see, you know, if you're a pear shape, a pear shaped celebrity wearing this fabulous skirt and top that looked amazing because it balanced out her proportions, log that and keep it in a, in a note on your phone or something. And then you've got the next best thing to a personal stylist when you're looking to buy new things. Um, you can you can refer to that and get it right.
0: Um, we had a bit of a disagreement last time. I don't think that leather pants are nice and you stand correct. You're like, no, leather pants are good. Are there any other like do's and don'ts? These are the, these are the don'ts that I don't think work well. As I said, I'm not Kate Moss or anything, but I don't like Crocs. I don't like leather pants. And I (laughs) think, um, being too matchy matchy is like denim on demon is just ugly, um what's your what's your um fashion don'ts? <laughs> Do you know I've really learned
1: over the years and this is something that's come with experience that there probably aren't any fashion don'ts, and I'm even gonna. Well, no, maybe Crocs are. there. <laughs> I was going to say, even Crocs So, do you still work, like leather? Actually thinking, no, do I you still actually like leather pants? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love uh, leather. Mar- <laughs> it's got to be done right. It's got to be right for that person. It's got to be styled right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just there are so many different ways of interpreting a, a, a piece of clothing like a leather pant, you know? There's millions yeah, yeah, of different yeah. ways of wearing it. And they might suit some people and not others. So, I don't have that many fashion dates. I know what you mean about matchy matchy. Um, You can look a bit like the Queen, you know, if you have a matching (laughs) necklace and matching earrings and sort of twin
0: set and pearls. Her outfits are lit sometimes, though. Queen, I sometimes look at her outfits and I'm like, wow, girl, you are dressed in that pink dress and that pink jacket you go go her style this is amazing like
1: <laughs> yeah like yeah well, she, yes, she does look she looks great in the summer colors no and she rocks it I agree I love I love the rainbows that we see her in it's it's beautiful but it's great yeah. for the queen but not necessarily great for everyone else so yeah, that's, um, true. that's the thing really is just em- embrace your individual style and so I was so pleased to hear you say you know if you love it you get it and you're dressing for you not other people and I think yeah. that's absolutely it. The that clothing is a tool to either make us feel happy and improve our day or drag us down. So let's choose to wear things that empower us, make uh, ourselves feel more confident and bring us joy
0: exactly and I know because now I work from home I've been finding myself to not dress up as much like you know how you would normally go to dress up for work and you kind of dress a bit more presentable than you should I also think correct me if I'm wrong that people should dress up even if they're at home because I know sometimes I am like I can stay in my pajamas like all day and I feel really crappy that day and I wear like really like ugly sweats like but when the dates I'm wearing like a cute dress I feel more happy um so I think that people even if they're working from home should experiment with their style put a cocktail dress on put like like put whatever you put the heels on you know what I mean put some makeup on like I feel like that should also be the thing because a lot of women and men as well has been talking about working from home has really infected like their mental health because of their style as well do you Mm -hmm. agree with that Mm
1: mm-hmm 100% yeah and you know and me too I I can hold my hand up I'm a stylist but there are days and there have been days over this pandemic where there definitely have been days when I haven't gone out of pajamas actually (laughs) and there have been days when I've just been in you know greasy hair and, and sweatpants I'm human we all have low days and on those days I feel pretty pretty rubbish. But Mm -hmm. if I put the day, most days, thankfully, I put the, I I give myself a kick up the backside, throw myself in the shower, do my hair, my makeup and put something else on. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Every It transforms your mood. You feel great about yourself. You're a little bit extra productive that day. Yeah, um, And it just has such a knock on effect. So yes, clothes are so powerful. They're so transformative. I don't think there's anything else that you can just that has that power to just totally transform in an instant how we are feeling and our mood and confidence.
0: Talking about confidence, how would you tell someone in like the, getting confidence and buying things for yourself that might be really self-conscious um, of their body, how do you get that confidence in buying things for yourself to, I guess, suit your body? Like if you're looking at this dress, I. it sometimes happened to me where I used to, like if I'm at a shop and I'm like, oh, this dress would have looked good on me about five years ago, four years ago, and I get a bit sad, but I get over it, and I buy like a chocolate cake or something. But I, <laughs> how do you get confidence <laughs> in buying things for yourself?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, confidence has to come from within. Y- yeah. You know, we, we are all ageing um myself included everyone is getting older these days and I've definitely I I work with a whole range of women from sort of 16 year old models through to actually 85 year old models which are incredible as well and and, and if you like normal people as well as well I know as well as the the sort of celebrities and we're all changing we're all getting older but I think we If we just switch our attitude slightly and become grateful for the years that we've lived and that that we've got through, you know, wear your stretch marks or your wrinkles with pride. You can have Botox or something if you want, but if you want to wear them, (laughs) then be proud of them. I think it's a slight change in attitude. Um, But we all have bits and pieces that we don't feel so confident about and we can either dress for um, how we're feeling and slightly cover up or we can just brazen it out. I think it all depends on how you're feeling inside Um, and clothing really can reflect your mood, can't you? If you're feeling confident that maybe you're going to reach for that. I don't know, sequence sparkly number. But if you're feeling a bit oh, low, then maybe comfort is more of the priority. And that's okay, too. Um, I think don't beat yourself up. If you're not feeling it, then don't. Don't push yourself into something that you're not comfortable with. It's really important that you feel comfortable. But having said that, sometimes if you push yourself out of your comfort zone, yeah. you might just find a whole load of goals waiting to be, you know, one there.
0: Exactly. Now I want to talk about dressing for different settings. I think this is really important. Obviously, if you work from home, as we just talked about, still dress up. But I feel like some people might not know how to dress for a different setting, yeah. um, settings. So for example, workwear. what would you say is the appropriate outfit to wear for uh, like for a job or a job interview. I once worked with a guy at a television station in Australia and I won't mention it, but when he met like the CEO of the company, he was wearing like some slacks, like a dirty t-shirt and he had like messy hair. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it just you have to dress presentable when you're meeting, like, really important people for our projects that we're doing. Um, no one obviously said anything to him, but it was a bit, I don't know. I always think when you're, when you're at work, but I do notice as well, when you're at work the first few weeks, you dress really presentable, but then you start wearing, like, a bit more casual. I always do that. But what would you say is the <laughs> best thing to wear for work? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think I think dress for the life you want dress for the part you know so if you're going for a job interview and you want to be or you want to become the MD or the chairman of that company in 10 years time then make sure you look the part now put that extra effort into how you present yourself I I love tailoring I I always have I think it's great for the work where it's really evolved recently particularly after the pandemic because what everyone's feeling is there's a there's a whole new normal isn't there that we're getting used to right now mm-hmm. and people don't want to compromise on comfort and ease and and sort of quality of their clothing as well which i think is great so consequently things like tailoring have become more fluid more deconstructed um more natural and sort of sports performance fabrics are being incorporated so they're more hard wearing but more comfortable um, more sustainable so um I love tailoring and I love using dressing and color. Sorry. I love using yeah. color. Um, so if you're, if you're, it, it kind of depends on what industry you're going for as well. But if mm-hmm. you're super ambitious and super dynamic and want to take on the world by storm, then maybe that's the time to bring in your color clash or color blocking. I mean, Um, color psychology is a a fascinating subject and each color resonates and vibrates at a different sort of frequency and if you like brings different qualities with it so red is can be danger but it also can be very daring and very dynamic so combining maybe red with some vibrant fizzy energetic orange as well is a real impact statement or red and pink another great combination together also
0: colors Um, so either wearing so do colours yeah. actually show someone yeah. that you're in a – that you're in, like, it shows you the person you are? So when you're wearing red, it shows that you're um, maybe – so is it true? Like, if you're wearing black, you're in a down mood, in red, you want empowerment. So does that is that actually a thing? Not that you actually dislike the colour? Oh, there's a whole thing about colour wow. psychology. And you ask any
1: branding expert or interior designer, yes, that's a whole extra thing podcast episode probably um, but there's loads about that so they the color ha- really does lift your mood you know, if you're feeling a bit low put something bright and energetic on um, i wear a lot of orange um, because it's a really great color for for creative energy um, and that's the industry that i'm in and i love it and it also suits me which helps but um, uh, there's a shade of orange for everyone pretty much so you can go out and have a look at that if you want but there's loads of books on it Um, so So if you're down
0: in hospitals, so if you're mm -hmm. down, um, instead of of wearing black, wear color and that might actually change your mood. So it's not like you're being like, um, what's the, what's the word? It's not like you're being, um, like in denial, you're just changing the color and that can actually put your mood up. It can totally help in wow. hospitals we have
1: blue and green because they're soothing and calming colors you know green echoes nature blue is very invokes trust and is very sort of soothing to frazzled nerves um yes there's a there's there's a color there's a message in every color um and obviously it's, it's all going to be an incremental effect it's not going to you're not going to be able to jump off the antidepressants or something like that by throwing yeah. on purple yeah, however yeah, yeah. it does all help and it also uh, you know image it changes the way you feel about yourself but it also changes the way other people perceive you and all these things add up like color and they all they, it all sort of feeds that overall impression that people get
0: what what would you say what message do you think i'm bringing across i'm wearing a white t-shirt with as we establish alice in wonderland with tattoos what would you say what message am i trying to put across do you think <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: white can be quite clinical, but it also can be very fluid, very cooling, very reminiscent of sort of hot summer days, um, particularly with sort of long flowing maxi dresses and things like that. Um, You've got quite a kitsch kind of top going on so it's quite cute but i i would like to see you in some color rebecca being honest i think it would suit you because white black and white and i'm not knocking either because they have a real place and and there's much love for monochrome in the fashion industry certainly but they can be very very hard to wear um most of us can't wear them you know unless you're throwing on lashes of faux tan and and makeup it's obviously that's Mm. harder for chaps if you're not particularly metrosexual so they can wash us out um so if you feel like you need a little bit of a lift with your complexion or you're a bit tired or a bit under the weather um white is probably not the best option to go for
0: yeah, considering I'm very, very pale. Okay, so what about party clothes? What would you say people should wear for parties? Because as I said before, I've always thought that to, there's nothing wrong with um people that, like, wear this stuff, but for me personally, I like wearing, like, floral dresses, long dresses, but I felt like I needed to wear short dresses, like a boob tube or something, like, sexy, let's say, just to fit in, and, I, and it's just not me. Um, So what would you say? you should wear i guess to a party i guess is it just being yourself or do you I, should you like dress up a bit yes well it, it, be
1: true to yourself be authentic mm. this is what we need to do we need to listen to how we're feeling what what are we got going on and have a range in your wardrobe so that you can you can sort of fit the different occasion there, there should be no rules. The only rules is that you feel fantastic. Sometimes that's pushing Love you that. to wear, pushing yourself to wear something a little bit more out there um, and putting time into the outfit. I think there's nothing worse than reaching for it five minutes before you have to leave the house and then you have that panic. That's me. And I've been there so many times, you know, oh, it doesn't look good, no. And then my thing is always shoes and jackets. It's like, okay, the outfit looks good, but now what? which jacket to pair with it and which shoes? And that can take me half an hour. So, I think actually just backtracking before we say what to wear I would say plan it in advance and I do this with my, all my clothes I plan my clothes a week ahead um as wow. much as possible I have a separate area in my wardrobe do not yeah that, I, that mind, I put though? well I do slightly but usually oh, okay. you know in normal times if you like pre-pandemic I would have uh my week would be fairly well structured and I'd know exactly what I was doing um and you know I, believing utterly in the power the transformational power of clothes i do wholeheartedly dress for the part um Mm -hmm. and also working in television and things you know there are certain things you can and can't wear so i would prep it and i don't don't want to be in the same outfit twice for different tv shows etc etc so plan it and in terms of what you should wear wear what you feel great in. Long or short, doesn't matter. Sequence doesn't matter. Whatever you feel fantastic in. And if you don't feel great, you don't have you know, something that you can wear in a party to a party and you know it's coming up, then for goodness sake, get to the shops. If you don't feel comfortable getting to the shops, do a big online order. Um, do a bit of research. Find a celebrity that has your body shape. You look at the colouring try and see what the style formula that's working for them there are also many resources online that you can you can go and read a little bit about body shape mm. too which will give you some basic pointers although everyone is different and then buy online don't pay attention to the uh, the labels and the sizing because often they're, they're so off, it just doesn't matter. That's not yeah. important. And if something is um, a little bit tight, it's going to make you look bigger anyway. So it's always better to size up. Buy several sizes of, of the same outfit so you really can play... Even better if you've got time, get a friend or a, um, or a local seamstress to sort of make more of a bespoke fit for you. That's another huge stylist trick. Is often they will be, buy a size up and then they'll get it tailored to fit. Um, yeah. just so you can really can adjust that headline or lower the waist or pull it in or lower the neckline whatever um, because you deserve to spend some time on yourself um, yeah. because I think dressing well is, is literally a form of self-care and if you get it wrong you just feel rubbish you feel rubbish about yourself particularly in a party situation so yeah. give yourself some notice and spend the time invest the time in getting it right
0: um what about um holidays I know I like to like have fun with holidays so I remember like I went to France and I wore a beret I know that's very like generic and when I used to visit London I would wear like something like like a leather jacket or something what about for holidays what would you like um, recommend people doing like on a like a holiday situation
1: what, dressing to fit in, dressing to mingle with the locals?
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to have fun, like, with, when, like, if I'm, like, traveling, obviously, COVID. But, like, just have fun just so you can feel, like, motivated, I guess. But not a lot of people are like, as weird as me. But what about for holidays? What would you recommend? Is there anything that people should wear oh, for holidays? Or is it, again, just dress whatever you want?
1: my my rules my fashion rules is that start again my fashion rules is that there are no fashion rules and rules are made to be broken anyway so i am absolutely the wrong person to ask about rules and you know i'm never going to give you a list of what you should and shouldn't do apart yeah. from feel comfortable and happy and and don't leave it to the last minute um as we've discussed just a moment ago um obviously dress mm-hmm. for the weather Take things that are going to be, if the weather's inclement, you have a contingency plan. And also, don't save things for best. I think this is a good general one, you know, especially if you're going on a holiday, you're going to be out for the evening. Make sure you're taking your favorite pieces of clothing. If your favorite item of clothing is a little sequined mini dress, for example, and you're going on a winter holiday then you could winterize it you can add your your woolly tights and stick a thermal underneath it and things but if you're going if you want to wear it in the day that's great too throw some trainers on with it throw a leather jacket Mm. over it and really make it dress it down and make it daytime appropriate so if we have things that make us feel amazing in our wardrobe make sure you are
0: wearing them because you will feel so much better as a result of that A hundred percent. Now, to round things up, what would you say is the one thing you shouldn't do when it comes to style, besides from wearing leather pants, because I don't think anyone should wear leather pants. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would say the one rule, if you like, or not that we do rules, but the one thing to never do is is never wear anything or go with anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm. If it's sending the wrong messages, you know, trust your intuition, trust our our inner gods and goddesses that are telling us, you know, what we look great and not, not great in. If you don't feel comfortable wearing something, then change it. Stop before you go out the door. People say, you know, you can look in the mirror and take one thing off or the the opposite of that is more and more more is more. Put one thing on, depending on whether you're a Chanel or Iris Apfel fan. And that's all part of the picture, but it's got to be right for you. Um, And I think if you're in a bit of a style quandary and you don't know which way is up. um, And I think many of us these days after the pandemic actually have lost a bit of style direction i think it's time to fall back in love with your wardrobe again mm. time to sort of really nurture who you are so spending a bit of time to work that out so start with some inspiration see what everyone else is doing and, and whether you like it or not But yeah. the bottom line is make sure that you are happy all this color and body shape stuff actually can be thrown out the window as long as you feel fabulous then you are going to radiate that energy and people are going to be attracted to it
0: and what would you say is the key to a stylish life?
1: Oh, <laughs> just going to think uh, about this for a moment. Hang on. <laughs> coming from someone who literally has no style <laughs> like had myself. One coffee? <laughs> <laughs> the key to a stylish life, um, I think, curating. Carefully. Being selective about what you allow in, whether it's your home or your wardrobe. Don't settle for second best. You really need to love something. William Morris said, have nothing in your home that isn't beautiful or useful. Well, it totally applies to your wardrobe as well. Um, And by useful, I mean wearing it several different ways. So be utterly selective, but review every. I don't know, three months, something like that as a minimum. Review what you have. Review your working wardrobe and just yeah. mend, tailor. Don't let anything go to, you know, be, be need repairing, so to look um, put together, make sure it's clean and things like that. Um, but be super, super fussy and selective and make sure your clothes deserve that space in your closet.
0: Amen. Um, so, thanks so much, Miranda, for coming on. Um, you, anyone's listening, and you're really into style. You actually do a podcast, don't you? That um, that talks about. This I stuff. do. So definitely, yeah. Check I do. That Come and out. say hi.
1: It's Fashion Weekly Podcast with Miranda Holder. So you need to put the Miranda
0: Holder bit in because I chose a very generic title, sadly. But yeah, come and join the conversation. And (laughs) I might be, um, you might hear my voice um, on that podcast um, soon. So you hear this really annoying Australian voice. That's me. That's me. No, thanks, (laughs) Miranda, for coming on. (laughs) So this is adulting. Thanks to Miranda for joining me on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review and I'll see you soon.